Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Most of us have heard the minimalist concept of less is more. The less we consume, the less we own, the less we keep around ourselves, the richer our experience can be because we're not burdened by the heaviness of this overload of stuff. Can less sometimes be more on spirit level too? That's what Dennis and I are going to talk about today. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? You know, Karen, you and uh, your husband, Chris, have had the opportunity to be to my home in mm-hmm. the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And so you fully understand that uh, <laughs> the concept of less is more when it comes to material things, I've got that one. Totally. <laughs> I've got that. You've got nothing in your house. <laughs> people, people always wonder, when are you going to move in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is literally, literally like his coat closet, his front coat closet. I open it. There's like nothing in it. I'm like, you live in the Midwest. Don't you need down jackets or something? Nothing in there. Nothing. You know, the other thing is when people come over to visit, yeah. they don't dare leave behind it. <laughs> They're, they're so concerned that, oh my God, if we have to come back, it won't be there. Oh, I know. Because just... um, you had a couple of squeaky hinges last time, and Tim and Chris, who were there at the same yeah. time, bought WD-40 for the hinges, and they hid it from you because they didn't want you to know. <laughs> I don't know See, I didn't know that. Uh, well, there you okay. go. Okay. Anyway, but we digress. Okay. So, uh, less is more. So, very much around the material world and yeah. the concept, you know. but. You know, when you talk about it in relation to the work that you do, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? So what I mean by that is there are points that we get to when we are doing a lot of frequency work where we come to almost like um, a forced void or I'm going to call it a death space even though everyone hates the word death space because in our culture we're so freaked out about the word death. But it is almost like a mini death in the sense that it's a space of nothingness, of letting go, of where you there is a release or a surrender of what you thought you were. Okay, So it's not a physical death, to make that very clear for everyone because then whenever we talk about death everyone's all freaked out about leaving their bodies so I understand that. And I'm talking about a death space from the sense of we, when we change who we are, it's the death of one version of ourselves and we move into something different, right? I mean, even moving, for example, is a kind of a form of a death space. In a way, it can be, right? Because you used to have a certain life in one place and now you have a different life somewhere else. Well, it's like that, but exponentially more because it's on the spirit level, which then ripples down into physical, mental, emotional space. So... To answer your question about less is more, it's really more about when you enter into this period of void or death space, okay? And I'm reluctant to use the word void, to be honest, because the void for me is something um, that is very specific and it's where all creation comes from. What if if I threw out the word vacuum? Does that set with you any better? Sure. That nothingness? It's because the thing is, in this space, it is really also, it's not just about nothing, it's about release of something, 
right? So just like with any natural cycle, like when the caterpillar goes into the cocoon to become the butterfly, it releases one form in order to change into something else. But in the cocoon, there is that letting go of space. So that helps me because okay. what, what I just picked up there is it's about the process. Yeah. It's about moving to us, you know, moving yeah. from this, you know, we talked in a previous segment about stories. Yeah. So I let go of my stories. Yeah. I let go of this. I yeah. I let go of that. Exactly. And so I'm starting to move into this. New a new way of beingness, a higher vibrational order where everything starts to change. But before you can get to that higher vibrational order, you need to let go of what you were. Okay. So the reason I'm talking about this is because the more we can let go of, as you said, our stories, our old emotional patterns, our drama, our attachments, our conclusions, our beliefs, our assumptions, the more we can get let go of that, the more we can move into this and embody more clearly this higher resonating order that happens on spirit level when you do more and more of this frequency work. When we get into these periods of what I call this mini death space, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, that's the only thing I can yeah. think of at this yeah. point. So when we get into these many, many death spaces, people often, because our culture is so doing oriented, resist it. They really don't like this space, okay? They wanna be doing something, achieving something, checking something off a list. When you really truly enter one of these spaces, the more you try to do, the more you're gonna get your ass beat. Just, it's just, you're just, you're gonna try and do something and then everything is gonna conspire so it's not gonna work. It doesn't matter how much activity you do, it's gonna be forced into stillness in some way, shape, or form. So it's better when you enter these periods where, um, of intense stillness that we do not fight it because you have to be in it for a certain period of time in order to release what you need to release before you can move into the new version of things, right? So it's important that you be able to do that. So when you're in it, it's important to stay in it and just allow yourself to be still and not force yourself out of it too fast. Because if you try to muscle your way out of it, first of all, it's not gonna be very successful. And secondly, what's gonna happen is if you manage to somehow force your way into more action, it's kind of like you've uh, like a, aborted the process in a way. Like it's a very, you shortened it and you don't get to yield the release of or the surrender of whatever it is that you were trying to release before. So you still have the shadow of those frequencies running and you can't actually embody that new level order as well. Does that make sense? It's like if you've poured out this cup of water, right? And you're trying to get to the new order and you're gonna fill it up with a whole brand new liquid, but it's still like half full of the old, darker, denser liquid. Well, whatever you pour into it is gonna be clouded by that liquid. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have to wait till you dump all the old, denser liquid yeah. before you can fill it up with the new, clearer, nicer stuff. Make sense? And isn't it kind of a ironic twist that mm -hmm. we just we just long for kind of a sense of peace, a sense of calm, a sense mm -hmm. of moving into that stillness, mm -hmm. and then we start to experience that, mm -hmm. and we might get a little just because we're we just haven't been familiar with it and yeah. it's, it's new it's different yeah and so you call it kind of that mini death space or mm -hmm. whatever and so i don't know what that is so it's yeah. an unknown yes and so but what you're saying is that really is very important as part of the process yeah exactly in order for you to most efficiently move to the next level yeah so it's to be recognized when it's happening to be able to be in it 
I don't know how long it's going to take. It really depends on you and what the level is that you're moving into. Yeah. If you if you participate in frequency work, you can move it to some degree, and ultimately it can't be forced. It's kind of like you can't ask, a, you can't force a flower to bloom when it's ready. It's going to be it's going to bloom. Or you know, if you're having a child naturally, the baby's ready when it's ready, kind of thing. It's you can't force it, right? So when you're ready to move out of the death space, which is dictated by your higher self to move into the new embodiment of this higher vibrating frequency order that you're moving into, it'll happen. And all of a sudden what's gonna happen, what it's gonna feel like, is everything starts to gel. So before in the death space, like people who you normally would go out or have plans with, all of a sudden are being you know, called away on business or they're going on family vacations or something's happening and they're just not around. So there's no one kind of you to hang out with. Like all of your different plans kind of fall away for some reason. Do you see? Like it's sort of anything almost almost conspires so that you're really still. If you have your own business, your clients get really quiet. Now some people freak out because they think, oh my God, I've just lost all my clients or whatever. But it's actually a period of stillness where everything just stops. And then everything starts to engage in again. So now all of a sudden people start to reach out to you, that you know, who are clients, your friends come back from their vacations or whatever it is, work picks up, like everything starts to go into like action. And you're like, oh, yeah. now I'm out of it. And that's so, how you know you're out of it. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that the reason you wanted to share this topic mm -hmm. is just to alert people that is part of the process. Yeah, it's just part of the process. And don't get whacked out because yeah. it's like, oh my, yeah, you know, this isn't what I was going to bargain for. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then all of a sudden you move from that into this new, into this period of motion or yeah. activity. Let's just call it that. So let me ask you about that that uh, that space that you're talking about. Do I kind of go in and then for a period of time and then come back out? No, you go up. So it's more like. I'm going to go into something a little bit more left field, okay? This is a mirror, like as above, so below, okay? This sort of space that happens as we bump up into levels on this plane is mirrored in the dimensional planes as well. In order for you to move between dimensional planes, you must traverse through the void. You must. And that's a period of stillness where you can't tell where anything is and you have to move into it to get to the higher level. It's similar. But here, on the embodied level, it happens sometimes more frequently, and it feels a little bit weirder because it's within one lifetime, for example, right? So, but it's basically the same. So as you're moving, typically this won't happen for you like right away. You'd have to do a little bit of frequency work to clear away enough of the stuff to actually get to a point where you would have this experience. When you have it, then you would ping into a higher level order. It literally, would you behold, hold, 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 pinging up into a higher level order. So what I do with my hands for the people who are listening to our podcast is that you're here at like, uh, how do I explain this verbally? So you're at a certain point, okay? And then if you're, you, you bump up into like three inches higher than that, stay at about three inches. And then you, all of a sudden, as soon as you ping out of the death space, you ping into six inches, okay? Above that one point. So that way you're moving up. So you're never coming down, you're moving up, especially if you are in that space long enough to yield the harvest or the richness from having been in that space where there's a lot of release. So yeah. the good news is that it's part of the process. Yeah. And it's kind of like, wow, I should be excited and proud of the fact that I've kind of come to this level. And guess what? The game's not over. Yeah. There's yeah. more to come. Yeah. And even, or just allow yourself to be in it. Yeah. You know, just be in it. Yeah. And just be like, okay, well, I guess I'm here for a while. I don't know how long it's going to take, yeah. but know what it is as opposed to trying to push through it. Wow. Very good. 
Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for when less is more. So first, let's become very aware of our bodies. Noticing the position of your feet. Do you always have them in this position when you sit, stand, or lie down? Or are they a little different today? Just noticing the position of your feet. And now, please noticing the quality of your breath right now. So is your breath shallow and rapid? Or is it longer and fuller with more depth? Just notice where your breath is. It may be somewhere in between those two. And if you haven't already, taking this opportunity to deepen your breath. And if you're used to breathing into your chest only, notice if you can expand your breath into your belly. Notice if it's difficult to do this, easy or indifferent. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. So noticing the relative humidity of the air. And noticing the sounds both on your end around the sound of my voice and also the sounds on my end. Just noticing 
the sounds. Good. Notice if you get triggered by the sounds or if they're just the sounds in your environment. And now becoming aware of your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And as you become aware of this space, we're going to take a nice big inhale, holding your inhale at the very top for a count of four. And after you have exhaled on your own time, you're going to hold your breath out for a count of five. Noticing the length of the count that you choose. Good. And for those of you who have already completed that breath, keeping your attention in the solar plexus, breathing normally. And for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. and that I'll be making noises on my end. So if you hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, or exhale loudly, or sometimes even hum, just know that that's how I remove the distortion patterns. And I also am working more and more in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies so please know that if you hear nothing from me, I'm still working on you. If I, t I were to make sound when I'm working with frequencies that high, it actually lowers the vibrational level, which is less beneficial to you. Okay. All right. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, that's what we were waiting for, and has become more coherent, you're going to keep your attention in your solar plexus and also bring it to your heart space, which is in the center of your chest in your nipple line. So keeping your attention on these two points. And for those of you who are new, if it's helpful for you to put a hand on each space, then please go ahead and do that. And as a reminder, your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And as you keep your attention on these two points, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of or imagine the space at the very center of your body, imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very, very core. And this brilliance 
starts to intensify because you have your awareness on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells. through your organs, expanding out through your bone structure, out through your flesh, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length, all around you. Yeah. Please notice or imagine the brilliance within the sphere intensifying so much that the sphere begins to oscillate or shake from side to side. And just notice how quickly or how slowly the oscillation is, or if it's even moving at all. And now, becoming aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this space, I'm working on you on spirit level to increase your frequency vibration irrespective of what level you are at. That allows for this session to be the most effective and efficient possible because it's coming from the highest resonating order. And also because you can't come here yet on your own, it allows you to know where you can go. Good. Now bringing your attention, please, to your hollow of your throat and your collarbones, in addition to your lower ribs, whatever that means to you. So the hollow of your throat and your collarbones, 
in addition to your lower ribs at the same time. Yeah. So the first distortion pattern that we're removing is the mistaken belief that having more or doing a lot or accumulating a lot or achieving a lot is better than releasing and letting go or even being neutral that somehow the more is in the doing or having slash holding. Okay, so we're going to remove this frequency first. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your sternum with your fingertip, it will go from bone to flesh. At that fleshy point, it's tender when you press on it. That is your xiphoid process. Bringing your attention there, please. This is the distortion pattern to the attachment of having more and the resistance to releasing what you have, even if it doesn't serve you. So, like holding onto, releasing all of this.
So bringing your attention to your sternum, the entire length of your sternum from the hollow of your throat all the way down to its base. So this next distortion pattern has to do with our attachment to emotion, forward motion, or the sense of forward motion. Sometimes we need to go into a space of nothingness, of stillness, in order for the forward motion to be more expedited, more accelerated, because we need to release stuff in order to move faster forward. So we're going to release this attachment to the speed of forward motion. The more neutral we become, the more effective these periods of stillness or letting go become, which ultimately serves our acceleration even more. Bringing your attention now, please, to the space behind your heart and the spine. So the space between those two points. So the space between the back of your heart and your spine. Okay, that's probably a little bit clearer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are now releasing a distortion pattern of control right, of the achieving aspect of things and facilitating more surrender, or if you don't like that word, softening.
into what is or surrender only to pure source? And for a subgroup of you, there's a fear of the surrender space. And for others of you, it's a resistance of, resistance to rather. And the resistance to is the letting go of this control into this space of beingness. Good. And just for a few seconds, amplifying the frequency of beingness. bringing your attention to your xiphoid process, about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it, clearing out, resetting your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.